these aqaid, is iman, whether it be they are teaching these things in the schools, in the varsities, or we read them in different platforms. And unfortunately we have to speak about these things in the house of Allah wa ta'ala because it's affecting our society, our community, our youth in the schools. Whether they be in the name of LGBT, that now is so much that has been spoken about that iman is being affected also. That we people are saying, misinterpreting Qur'an Sharif in regards to these evil actions or whether it be man marrying man, women marrying women, or engaging in, in the same gender, etc. And misinterpretation of Qur'an Sharif. That these things are permissible. And the people of Lut Ali Salam were destroyed because these actions were taking place without mutual consent. If there's mutual consent between two men and two women, then it's fine. And many of the youth believe in this also. Because they haven't, they haven't learned Iman yet. Allah Ta'ala has kept the department for Iman. Where to learn Iman, where to learn Akhlaq, how to run my business. Allah has kept these departments of ilm, knowledge. Where a person goes to maktab from young when it comes to the youth. Then we have the Darul Ulooms. Then we have going the path of Allah Taala, spending time with ulama ikram to learn our Iman. Why these things have become so important? Because the world once again are telling us compromise your deen. Except this few concepts is fine. Whether it comes to the LGBT, whether it comes to usury and interest, that is part of the system, accept it now. There's no way out. So even this compromise was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In Makkah al-Mukarramah, when Nabi alayhi salatu wa sallam was giving the da'wat, and the kuffar will never love our da'wat. They won't compromise their way, they want us to compromise our way. They came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, As bin Wail, Khalid bin Mughira and other kuffar of Makkah. And they said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, let's come to a compromise. That for one year you worship our idols, you follow our way of life, our lifestyle. And if you will do this, the one year we will follow, we will believe in your Allah, we will worship your creator. That was one one instance they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. On a second occasion they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh Muhammad, let's compromise. That whatever you want, whether it be wealth, we will give you the wealth. If you want human, we will give you women. If you want the position in the Arab lands, we will give you the position also. If you want all of this, we will give it to you. But don't, don't speak ill about our idols. Don't speak ill about... Our idols, our, our way of life, our lifestyle. The third occasion became Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, at least, minimum, at least just, just touch our idols. And we'll be happy with this. But in our context, just follow a few things of our lifestyle. Just compromise a few things in regards to your sharia, your deen, your iman. And your other concepts of sharia, just compromise a bit and follow us. Upon this, Jibreel Ali Salatu was sent down to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and instructed that Qul, O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, say to them, Ya ayyuhal kafirun, O disbelievers, La a'budu ma ta'budun. You've heard these, these verses for many years of our lives, with a deep meaning in this. That is why we find Nabi Ali Salatu was 
In the two sunnats of Fajr, the two sunnats of Fajr, he would recite the first surah in the morning. قُلْ يَا أَيُّهُ الْكَافِرُونَ Tell the entire disbelieving world, لَا أَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ I do not worship what you worship. And وَلَا أَنْتُمْ عَابِدُونَ مَا أَعْبُدُ What you worship, I don't worship. And وَلَا أَنَا عَابِدُمْ Emphasis to disavow, to completely disbelieve. To put it in their heart completely, that there is no compromise whatsoever. Allah has given us a most beautiful guide, Uswatun Hasana, in the form of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have a complete shariat, closed, packed and delivered to us. Allah says, your deen is perfected. I am happy with deen Islam for you. You don't need anything else. More emphasis. That I will never worship what you worship. And nor will you worship in the future also what I worship. Lakum deenukum for you is your deen and your religion. You will have to bear the consequences in the day of Qiyamah. And I have my deen and my religion. The recompense will be for me accordingly. So there was no compromise whatsoever. First surah read in the Fajr of Sunnats every day. Nabi Ali Salaam will read this more than often. And then they are after in the second rakat surah al-ikhlas, say to them, Muhammad, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدَ Allah is one. I only listen to one Allah, Jalla Jalaluhu, Allah is Samad, Allah is independent of the entire creation. We're telling them, we don't need your system also, we have a complete system. Why we, I mentioned this thing, my dear brothers, one is what is happening around us. And it is happening. Speaking to a few youth last week also, I asked you boys that were in school, they are teaching these things in school. The Darwin's theory that we came from, from monkeys, etc. Coming from one of our local schools. He said, Mawana, we are learning this in school also. It comes in the textbook. And he says that once the teacher discussed this and we came out from the class two half of the Quran, I tell him during the break, what teacher said makes sense. What teacher said makes sense. That we came from monkeys and not from Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. He said I told him, I'm shocked. He says, yes, we just learned this few months ago. And these two half of the Qur'an say, it makes sense. Possibly it's true. We have to see into this thing. According to science, what we, what we learned from the time we were young, it makes sense. And the cartoons we are seeing also, that how man and apes and monkeys, he says, it makes sense. What he has in his heart, the Qur'an, the kalam of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, and he's reciting, but his belief system is opposite to that. Twenty years ago, ulama say, we were saying to the people, they come unto a'mal, protect your a'mal, now we are saying protect your iman. Protect your iman. So all these conditions, our kawir are saying right now, our seniors are saying, all these conditions around us, from the biggest to the smallest condition, is all linked to our a'mal, our actions. Subhanallah, ajib, just few days ago, one of our elders was saying, that you're speaking to the elders in our different marakis, and they were saying about the political situation in the country also. Whether it be the, the, the services, the local services, the roads, infrastructure, we all have complaints. They look at the potholes, they look at this, the government, etc. So a very simple reply the senior gave. Is all these halat and conditions are not linked to your local political party, is linked to the Muslim ummah. It's linked to the Muslim ummah. If the Muslim ummah, if 100% will not use the roads to come to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for five times salah, then the roads will break down. Because the roads are there not for the non-Muslim. When the Muslim will not be here, 
Then there be no non-Muslims also. Qiyamah will come. The entire infrastructure, the entire world is made with the service of the Muslims for their ibadat. Because they've been made only for ibadat. The Muslim is waking up for work only, not for salah. The rose will break down. And Allah will turn the house of the makhluk away from the Muslim ummah. They don't maintain the roads, don't maintain the infrastructure. They're not using it for the purpose I made them for. So he says, don't, don't vilify and don't speak politics about the government and the looting. Say first of all, we're not using the, what Allah Ta'ala has given us for his ibadat. And when it comes to looting, they say the biggest looters in the world are the Muslims. Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam says that the biggest looter is a person who steals in his salah. He steals in his namaz. One is that reading complete salah five times a day. Allah Ta'ala gives us all tawfiq. Then salah itself, how we performing our namaz. That too is a whole discussion altogether. So whatever we're finding around us, things are closing up, opening up, is a call for the Muslim ummah. Not for political parties and governments. But it's for the Muslim ummah to wake up and to come back to the house of Allah. The masjid was a nucleus in the, in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa People used to come from the house of Allah. From here they used to go home. From here they used to go to work. Is that from home they used to come to the masjid? Is that from that they used to take out time from their work to go to the masjid? They used to take out time from the masjid to go to work. We have now taken the opposite system where we take out time from our busy schedule of dunya and give half an hour for Zuhar Salah or 15 minutes. They used to take out now this amount of time that the house in the house, in the house of Allah they've been made now for the masjid for ibadat. Now we take out a few hours to go to work. Come back to the house of Allah. Take off some few hours over here, go home for the night. This was a focal point from the morning to the evening. So the entire alad conditions around us, we may discuss now, when they're opening this country, when they're going to remove that vaccination. All these halat are coming, conditions are coming, because we have compromised. Nabi Ali Salatu Wasallam was asked also to compromise, he says no compromise. Allah Ta'ala has given us a perfect, beautiful deen. For this to come 100% into our life, the Qur'an Sharif, Lari, Bafi, there's no doubt. And to put this into our own children right now. That is why, my dear brothers, the call is there every day, more than often, than often more than before also. They send our children in the path of Allah. Send them in the path of Allah, they learn Iman at least. They get a direction in life. Send them to ulama ikram send them to the makatib, the afternoon classes. Otherwise, ulama say, if you will not keep them within our madaris, our makatib, our darul ulum, our masajid, you will not keep them in the path of Allah in these environments. There are elements out there, out of these structures, dini structures that are waiting to take them elsewhere. They are waiting to pluck them away, take them away, take them away. We've got even, they have enough avenues of vice to get them involved. They will not be in the correct avenues, then there's no vacuum in a person's life. Something has to fill that space and time. That money has to go somewhere. That young boy's time has to go somewhere. That is why we say that make mashwara with ulama ikram. What do I do with my own future, with my own children, my own grandchildren? Which way to put them? Allah Ta'ala give us understanding, but we have all these beautiful avenues. And now, we have the opportunities of life <coughs> to invest our time, our children's time. We can see which way dunya is going. If we don't grab the opportunity now, we hear from our elders and over and over again, 
the way Umar Palam Puri Rahmatullah used to say, that move now in the path of Allah. Move now in the path of Allah, my dear brothers, all oh, the time will come, you'll have all the wealth and you'll have what you say, portlu and parcels of money. And you'll want to go in the path of Allah, but Allah will close the doors. Whether it be for Umrah also, Allah will close the doors. You'll have the fun sitting, what do I do with this wealth now? You'll want to go and invest it in correct avenues, Allah will close the doors. That time those that understood, understood, they moved. And those that didn't want to understand, they sat. And now we found what has happened. But Allah has opened the doors now, my dear brothers, with the passion of the heart and cry. Now it's time to move. The doors are open for us to invest our own resources and leave a legacy for our own children right now. They will understand where we invested our time, our health, our wealth, and inshallah they will follow suit. Or as we always say, two, three generations down, I will be in my qabr, and the name on that board will be changed. My grandchildren won't even know who I was. They won't even read one surah Fatiha for me. I'll have to invest in my own akhirat right now. Allah Ta'ala give us understanding, inshallah. Subhanallah.